We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome back for week number two, Monday Night Football edition of the NFL Preseason Show. I'm going to be your hostess, Sean, PSU fans to Newsham. We're going to run through this slate tonight, the one-game showdown that we have uh, before we head off into week three of the preseason. Uh, note to everyone for the showdown slates, uh, the defenses end up being very strong plays. Uh, they have high upside and high floors, typically. Uh, we've seen them produce in both showdowns that we've seen on main slates thus far uh just something to keep in mind as well and then we're looking for shallow position groups that possibly will allow us to find some guys that maybe would play more than we would expect otherwise all right we're going to dig right into it here we're going to start off the game tonight is atlanta and the new york jets we're going to start off here with the falcons and we're going to start at the quarterback position as you guys see here last week we saw Mariota play a couple series and then he was relieved by desmond ritter uh, Felipe Franks is listed here as a quarterback. However, he has been playing tight end. Uh, so it's not as appealing as a play as you would think. And it also doesn't really include an extra person. So we only have two quarterbacks here. And I don't think Mariota is going to play a ton. He could get even up to a quarter. But I, I don't really see him going any more than that. And realistically, the absolute ceiling is a, is a half. And if he gets a half, Desmond Ritter's probably still the best play on the slate. Uh, Ritter has great mobility. They want to see what they have out of him. They want to let him go out there and throw the ball. So for me, Ritter is probably the best overall play on the entire slate. Um, I I don't see many positions that are shallow tonight. And with this, we're getting Ritter with at least a half, if not three, three and a half quarters. So I think Ritter is just a fantastic play in all formats. 
looking at the running back situation, as you see, Cordero Patterson played one snap. Why even bother if you're going to play one snap? It makes no sense. But as you see here, the running backs went six deep last week. And I don't see that changing because we have no news that any of these guys are injured and will be out. So we're probably looking at a six-man backfield. Patterson might play more than one snap. Again, hard to imagine someone just going out there dressing and playing one snap. So got to assume they're going to play more. So with that, uh, my favorite option is Allgaier. Uh, the rookie out of BYU is a power back. He can get there on the goal line. He definitely can pound the ball in. He's the least established and also not all the way at the top of the depth chart. And we saw last week he with 32% of the snaps that he's the guy they sort of want to see a little bit here in game action. So of all the running backs, he's my favorite. I don't love the running backs. Six running backs is incredibly deep, especially for the preseason. But uh, of that group, Allgaier would be my favorite. Uh, looking at the receiving core, as you see, we have 11 guys listed here. Uh, we do have Drake London, who is uh, unlikely to play. And then Brian Edwards missed week one, but is available here. And then Keyshawn Johnson, they just signed this week. So we're unsure what he will see in snap counts. But again, not a shallow uh, room here. We see probably 10 guys that are likely to play in this game. Last week, we saw Geronimo Allison play the most snaps of the group. Um, at 36%, we've seen Geronimo Allison be a productive player in the regular season. So him getting that type of snap count in the preseason is a decent chance for him to produce here. Um, I think there are better options on the Jets, which we'll talk about in a minute, for both the running backs and receiving options compared to what Atlanta will produce. But in the GPPs, you're going to have to throw some darts. And if you get some of these receivers like Cameron Batson at 2%, uh, we saw it last night. Alex Bachman was 0.2% owned and put up 38 points. People won the GPPs just by default from just having Bachman in their lineup. So it's definitely something where if you can get a guy, especially on a showdown that has no value and he catches a long touchdown, it's incredibly valuable to you and your slate. Uh, looking at the tight ends, Pitts did play 18% of the snaps. Uh, for me, that's enough where he is at least an option this week because it's not really any less than what some of these other receivers played. Looking at the tight end, though, again, we see a very deep room here. We see six tight ends. That is a lot. Um, so just in general, Atlanta is just going to be very difficult tonight. Hopefully we get some news that people are out. I don't think we will. Atlanta is not usually the best with news. So you probably need to go into things expecting what we see here is what the final news is going to be on things. Uh, Koo is the only hitter on the team. He's definitely viable. One thing I would like to recommend to people is I would not say you should play him in the captain spot. Using him as one of your flexes is definitely a viable option. Uh, if he gets five or six points, that totally can be in play in an optimal lineup. However, it's very difficult for a kicker to be the captain because they just lack the upside to get to 10 to 15 points realistically. Uh, yes, they could hit three or four uh, field goals and get to like 12 points, but even at 12 points, it's not a certainty that they would be the captain. And that's about the ceiling game you could ever expect from a kicker, especially in the preseason, where maybe the ball doesn't move as much because the offense aren't as efficient. All right, moving over to the Jets, and we'll talk a little bit about Atlanta's defense tonight as well. The Jets are very weak at the quarterback position. So the best defense to me tonight is the Falcons. Looking here, we don't know if Joe Flacco will play due to Zach Wilson being injured last week. Uh, I'm assuming he will not play after some joint practices. That leaves Mike White and Chris Streveler. For those unfamiliar with Streveler, he is a running option at quarterback. Definitely expect him to run. But these two quarterbacks are not very strong, and they're definitely going to be mistake-prone. Uh, 
So I definitely like the Falcons defense a little bit better than the Jets. However, I like both defenses. I think both defenses play very well. Uh, looking at the running back situation, again, we're not really expecting Brees Hall to play. Last week, Michael Carter played a little bit. And then you have Tevin Coleman and Ty Johnson who didn't play at all. That left all the back end running action to Michael P. Ryan and Zonovan Knight. I definitely prefer those two over running backs, for example, on Atlanta. Uh, it's a much more shallow position to be able to use here. Moving on to receivers. So this is where we have a really shallow position. And I think someone here likely will win the GPP for people tonight. So we have Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson and Corey Davis. We don't necessarily believe they will play. You remove them, and then Braxton Berrios only played 9% of snaps last week. And it's very apparent that Braxton Berrios is locked into a roster spot here. So that only leaves five guys. Uh, back end, we have Jeff Smith, Denzel Mims, Urban Charles, Calvin Jackson, Tariq Black. I think all of these guys are great dart throws in GPPs, and you can totally um, expect someone here to have a chance. The issue is the quarterback play on this team is not going to be incredibly strong in this game. But if these guys are going to play 40%, 50% of the snaps, there's a very strong likelihood that someone has a chance to catch a touchdown here in this group. So definitely like this group. I think this group is really strong from GPP's perspective for tonight's game. Uh, moving to the tight ends, the only one I really like is Kenny Yaboa. Uh, Yaboa was known to catch the ball quite a bit in college. The rest of these guys I'm not really super interested in. But again, you got five tight ends here on a showdown slate. I can go to the receiving core where there's only five receivers as well. Um, and they're going to play three or four receivers compared to one or two tight ends. So I definitely prefer the receivers a bit more. Looking at the kicking situation, we saw a split kicking situation last week between Greg Leg and Eddie Pinheiro. With that, I would remove them from play. Uh, yes, they could get three or four points, but I think there's lots of other options that you can play to get that as well with additional upside that these guys do not have. Uh, looking at the defense, again, you're going against Desmond Ritter and Mariota. Not as strong as what the Falcons defense is looking at here, but for the purposes of this slate and being a showdown and the fact that we really do not have any thin rooms at all outside of the receivers for the Jets, I think that you could definitely lock in the defenses and feel pretty good about it tonight. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. We will be back next week for the final week of the NFL preseason. Good luck, everyone. I hope you guys have a great night and win some money out there.